on our feet as we welcome the man of God. We appreciate him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is how it feels like when they applaud the pastor. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Take your seat in heavenly places. Technology. Let them all come together and put up the firmest and the surest structure, the nicest and the most beautiful. And let the storms and the winds of this world just come. It will wipe it away like paper. Hallelujah. I'm excited to be the pastor of Grace Army Church. It is not easy, but it is delightful. There is a design in my heart, and the more I keep carrying it out, the more I get fulfilled. The Lord bless you for being part of Grace Army Church. I said, The Lord bless you for being part of Grace Army Church. Can I declare over your life? You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Sing it with meaning.
Father, it is my prayer this morning that you will equip us to do your will. Equip us to do your work. Give us the needed strength, the stamina to stand for you no matter what. For when Paul wrote his letters, he stated in them that pray for us that we may be given boldness to proclaim the word of Christ without fear and favor. Lord, it is the same prayer I pray for myself and Grace Army Church that you give us that same boldness that we may carry out your will upon the earth. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we've come to your feet to die, to say thank you for a year. Thank you for all that you've done in our lives. Even when we were, we were not aware, you kept on doing marvelously well about our lives. Ask the Lord, give me a mouth that speaks your word adequately and give my hearers an ear that hears what the Spirit has to say to them that by your word we may grow thereby we may grow and that we may become what you have called us to be one in the unity of Christ we thank you Lord we bless you because you are good in Jesus mighty name Amen give the Lord a big round of applause hallelujah how many of you remember what we studied last week? Dedication and commitment to the work of the Lord brings maximum blessings. Hallelujah. Today I like to do it cuckoo. Say cuckoo. Uh-huh. Short. Now, apart from all the gifts that the Lord has laid upon your hearts to give to me, like the sandwich which you have prepared. Right? Right? Vim! I'm going to eat it. There's one more gift I want from you. It is commitment and dedication to the work of God. When you do this too, I promise you, your profiting will appear not only to your family, not only to your world, but it will break boundaries and enter other worlds. If I talk about your world, I'm talking about the people who know you and you know. It will now move to the people who you don't know, but they know you. If you are committed to the work of God and dedicated to it, this blessing will come to you such that you will command people you don't know and they will heed to your command. Are you ready to do this one for me? Should I tell you my real age? You know. Eh? What, what did I say? Thank you. I don't I don't have to scan now. Hallelujah. <laughs> You know the way they have football age? Yes, I have pastor's age. <laughs> My pastor's age is 45. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you, I will clip with a padlock like this. Hallelujah. And so, I'd like you to come into this big farm with me. Let us harvest. I said, let us do what? There are some of us here in harvesting, we cannot harvest with our money. Or it is not yet time for us to harvest with our money. But it is time for us to harvest with our energy, with our gifts and our talents. With some of us, we have both to harvest with our, our energy, our money, at the same time, our talents, our gifts, and even our availability. And this time, I'm just calling on you. Come with me. Let us go to the plantation. Let us go to that harvest field. And let's harvest in the name of Jesus. And I know one thing. There is one blessing in the, in, in the kingdom that is so unique. And the more I read scripture, the more I find out these things. 
And I happened to read the book of Chronicles. And the Lord pointed out a, char a character to me. Not, not because I observed it, because I was just reading through to know like the history. But then I got to a place and I got stuck there because the Lord wanted me to see a certain character there. And then I started studying about the man. And then the Lord said to me, it is one vital ingredient in the kingdom. There are churches that are evangelistic. Not that they fully understand my word concerning grace. But how be it, I bless them. Because there is a blessing in the service of the Lord. That's what he said to me. I said, hey, Lord, where are okay in the anush? I said, he said, yes. He said, there are some churches. Because of the way they are structured, there is no way they will ever, ever see poverty. Because they stretch out their hands to win the lost at all costs. And because of that, I have also purposed in my heart to make sure that everything they need to win one soul, I make it available. There are people who are winning souls one-on-one. -on -one. There are people who are winning souls on the masses. Everything they need, I make it available to them. I said, wow. I said, Lord, if that is the case, then me, who knows the truth? He said, yours, they cannot contain you. The fact that you take them out of the streets or the byways and then bring them into the church... Teach them the true purpose of Christ. And then they are molded into the full image of Christ. And they begin to show for the manifold wisdom of Christ. Is one level that a lot of churches have not come to. They bring you into the church and they still put you under a law. And which weighs you down. But you, are, you don't have the, the privilege to step out in love and in faithfulness. To me, not because anybody is forcing you. But because you know what I have done for you. So you step out proclaiming my gospel without sweat. He said, that is what I want you to do. And I said, Lord, I go do. Hallelujah. But before I go into talking about that character, his name is Hezekiah. In the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 20, uh, 45, is a scripture the Lord gave to me the first time I accepted that I will, I will do the call. I will carry out the call. This is the scripture he gave to me. Let me read it to your hearing. It is the sweet word of God. He said, Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has put in charge of the servants? Hallelujah. Matthew 24, verse 45, 46, 47. Hallelujah. It said, who then is the faithful and wise servant? Notice, that servant is not just faithful, but he's what? Why is he wise? He state, he said, whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them food at the proper time. He said, the what? You see, when the Lord gave me this scripture, I was still a novice. Then he started opening my eyes into faithfulness in his work. Then he said, anybody who sets his heart aside to do my will, I am, I am obligated to uplift him no matter what. I have to because you, have, you are in my house taking care of my servants. Notice what he said. Who is that faithful and wise servant? Who the Lord has placed in charge of other servants. So, you and I are the early servants. The Lord has called all of us here and he has placed us in charge of other servants who are yet to do what? Join us. And he says that we have to give them their food in proper season. From that day I understood that you cannot preach any message at any time. You must preach what the Lord has given you to preach to the people in a particular time. Hallelujah. Verse 46, it says, It will be good for that servant whose master find, finds him doing so when he returns. When he returns from where? From heaven. Hallelujah. Truly, I tell you, 
He will put him in charge of all his possessions. Look, are we looking for prosperity on the earth? He said, Tobu, when you are faithful and wise in my house, taking care of the other servants, he said, I'm not going to put you in charge of my house on the earth alone. He said, I am going to put you in charge of all my possessions where? In heaven. When he said this to me, I said, yeah. I have the chance of possessing everything in heaven. Yes. Look at the scripture. He said, truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that Suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, my, my master is staying away a long time. And he then begins to beat the fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of the servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And at an hour he is not aware of. The rest is he will be cut off. Hallelujah. Look at this kind of character. The Lord wants us to have this kind of behavior. The Lord wants us to have this kind of structure to, to our lives. Number one, be faithful. Number two, be what? Wise. Because in, in being faithful to the Lord, you must exhibit wisdom. If not, the enemy can just push you anywhere, anyhow. That is why there are some people who have gone to the forest and they said that if you go to mountain baby now the word is what and so they don't know what the adum is the, all they know is that when the adum comes upon you you begin to heal the sick you begin to prophesy you begin to say so many things you have understanding of using herbs and so there are people and they begin to act out. And we see them on TV today. One time I heard one of them say, May the oil be a bagana, and your Indian masters in the you see. I say, You who are there? oil every India and all the other. India alone, they have over 600 million gods. They worship banana. They worship orange. Monkey. Rats. Horse. Cow. Rats. When you go to some temples, the rats are as fat as goats. They feed them with milk. Literally. You've not seen it before? Oil. Indian masters in the UC oil. No. Look, so that man has got some faithfulness in his heart to do the work of God. But let me tell you, evil spirits take charge of people. That is why the only way to walk with God is by his word. Your understanding of his word will let you apply your heart to wisdom. The more you read scripture, the more you find out the things you must do. And in scripture, he gives you direction for the now. He gives you direction for the future. That is why we constantly have to stick to the word. So not only are you supposed to be faithful, you are supposed to be what? Wise. He said, your faithfulness must be backed by wisdom. Declare over your life. Put your hand on your head right now. Say, I declare. Not only will I be faithful, but I will demonstrate Christ's wisdom. I declare over my life the wisdom of Christ is at play through me in the name of Jesus. Amen. That is what the Lord wants us to have. Faithfulness and wisdom. Open with me to the book of 2 Chronicles 29. 2 Chronicles 29. Starting from verse 1. 2 Chronicles 29. From verse 1. Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king. 
and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He, he, did, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. Mm -hmm. In the first month of the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord. Wait there. This Hezekiah guy, his father is called Ahaz. Say Ahaz. Ahaz. How many of you know Ahaz? Who was he? Eh? Also a king. Fine. Specifically, he did something. Who was he? The man, the man, eh? His father was the one who chased the biggest prophet we know. The one who commanded the rain not to fall for three and a half years. He, he married the woman, Jezebel. <laughs> and all kinds of wickedness was found in his father. But when he, it came to his turn to reign, look at what he did. So can you imagine... For the entire reign of his father, the temple of the Lord was what? Shut. Continue reading. Verse 3. Mm -hmm. In the first month of the first year of his reign, mm -hmm. he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. Mm. He brought in the priests and the Levites, assembled them in the square of the east side, and said, Listen to me, Levites. Consecrate yourselves now. And consecrate the temple of the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Remove all defilement from the sanctuary. Our parents were unfaithful. They did evil in the eyes of the Lord our God and forsook him. They returned their faces away. Sorry, they turned their faces away from the Lord's dwelling place and turned their backs on him. Wait. They did what? So this is a guy, young guy. He was 25 years when he reigned, right? And he reigned for 29 years. When he came to power as a king in, in that time, the temple has been shut as long as he was, maybe before he was born. But when he came in, he said, let us start the, the order of God again. It is the same thing in our time. There are people walking on the streets. They are the temple of the Lord. They are walking about. They don't know that they must be saved. All they think is that their life is theirs and they walk about. They don't know that there is a hell whose mouth is wide open waiting for them to just fall into it. And they are walking about. My life here, my dear. Near Bob Belt. Not knowing that no man owns his own life. And they are the sanctuaries of the Lord walking about and they don't know. And for all these years, they have been shut and they are dirty. Their doors need repairs. You and I have to step out there and begin to do what? Repair them. Bring them into the house. Cleanse them. And bring them into the place where the Lord can inhabit them. Go on. Verse 7. Mm -hmm. they, also, they also shut the doors of the portico and put out the lamps. Simple. Portico means a porch. Koso. They did not burn incense or present any burnt offerings at the sanctuary to the God of Israel. Listen. Those people are walking about. They have no communion with God. They are just walking about anyway, anyhow. Go on. Therefore, the anger of the Lord has fallen on Judah and Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. He has made them an object of dread and horror and scorn. Mm. As you can see with your own eyes. This is why our fathers have fallen by the sword and why our sons and daughters and our wives are in captivity. Mm. Now I intend to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, so that his fierce anger will turn away from us. My sons, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him and serve him, to minister before him and to burn incense. Wait there. So he says that what? That's the reason why the fierce anger of the Lord is upon the people. They're all under judgment. Isn't it true? 
He said, if you have Christ, you're already saved. If you don't have Christ, judgment is already upon your head. You walk in damnation. And those people walk about, they don't know. But look, this king, one man came and he said, I will restore unto the Lord his temple. And look, the Levites who were supposed to be in the temple, carrying out their duties in the temple, where were they? They had gone back to the field doing work. There are a lot of people who have been called to do the work of God because of the strenuous nature of the work of God. Listen, one of the things, if you're a pastor, you cannot enjoy more is sleep. Sleep, because they sleep. Because they sleep. Oh, say it was a sleep. Sleep. Uh-huh. Not only that, oh, if you are called to be an elder, sleep. If you are called to be a deacon or a deaconess, sleep. Forget it. If you are called to lead people in praise and worship, sleep. Timing. Do you know why I say that? Because anytime you step out to do the work of God, you have stepped into a battlefield. And look, all these people are now working the field. A priest too has to work. It is never done in the whole history of Israel. Until all these kings came, who did not regard God and his principles. Look, no priest is ever ever supposed to hold the cutlass. All they do is to slaughter sheep and cows. Hallelujah. Amen. But to say he's going to weed. Hallelujah. Yet, the priest has to go out and go and weed. Because we are supposed to win them and we are not winning them. So there is no work for the priest to do. Please, jump to verse 15. Verse 15. Don't forget, he said now he's going to make a covenant with the Lord that the Lord will restore unto Israel. Let's go. When they had assembled their fellow Levites mm-hmm. and consecrated themselves. Read to seven, uh, 16. The priest went into the sanctuary of the Lord to purify it. Mm-hmm. They brought out to the courtyard of the Lord's temple everything unclean mm-hmm. that they found in the temple of the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Levites took it and carried it out to the Kidron Valley. Mm. They began the consecration on the first day of the first month. And by the eighth day of the month, they reached the portico of the Lord. It's okay. It's okay. Now go to chapter 30. So I've given you the background story, right? These are the things he had to do in order to restore the land. And now let me tell you something. Anytime you have been placed as a leader... The blessing of the people is your responsibility. Hello? When MFR, Moses, Yasmin, and Oye stand here, when they all come to stand here, they are the ones leading us into the presence of the Lord. Right? If they don't see it as a duty, they must do. Like Reverend Obin said, you will bore the people. Number one, the people will not be blessed. Number two, the reason why they come to listen to you so that you can lift up their spirit to receive from God. So when it is your turn to do it, they'll say, oh, brother, weepa, sister, weepa. Why? Because you have not understood that you are the one who will help the person to go into receive. Look, uh, the person who succeeded Elijah, Elisha, he wanted, he, he had to perform a miracle. And his spirit was, let me use this word, low. He called an instrumentalist to come and play the harp for him. So that he might be able to tune in to the presence of the Lord. And download information. Now listen carefully. Isn't he a prophet? Isn't he supposed to speak every time? Yet he couldn't have done it without a psalmist lifting up his spirit. What it means is that the pastor can preach you, but there is somebody who must lead prayer. He must prepare the way for the pastor. Before the person who comes to sing, the person who led the prayer must also know that he's preparing the way for the singer. And before the singer finishes, they also have to have the understanding that the pastor must follow after them. Why? Because they also have to prepare the way. The pastor comes to preach. He prepares the way for them to also receive the blessing in the word. 
Hallelujah. So, you see, one cannot do without the other. If not, the service will not be balanced. There will be no, will not have an effective service where we'll all say, today I was blessed. Why? Because the prayer guy blessed me and the singing person blessed me. Therefore, me too, I blessed him. It is iron sharpness. Start from verse 2, chapter 30. Chapter 30, verse 2. Mm-hmm. The king and his officials and the whole assembly in Jerusalem decided to celebrate the Passover in the second month. Mm. They had not been able to celebrate it at the regular time because not, because not enough priests had consecrated themselves and the people had not assembled in Jerusalem. The plan seemed right both to the king and to the whole assembly. They decided to send a proclamation throughout Israel from Beersheba to Dan, calling the people to come to Jerusalem and celebrate the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel. Mm -hmm. It had not been celebrated in large numbers according to what was written. Mm. At the king's command, couriers went throughout Israel and Judah with letters from the king and from his officials. Pause there. But by the what? The king's what? Let me tell you something. When you decide to do anything for the Lord, nothing will be able to stop you. Number one, it was not the time for them to celebrate the Passover. Number two, they didn't have enough resources to celebrate what? The Passover. That is why we don't win souls because we have enough money to build giant billboards, post them in airports, and a commercial road before you go out winning souls. No. Listen, if it is 2,000 Ghana you have, prepare a 2,000 Ghana stage. The Lord will win the souls. Look, they didn't have, in, in not if, the season wasn't even right for them to carry out the ceremony. But because it, it, is, it has been long since they celebrated, he said, let us do it. And so they made everything possible for them to do it. Continue reading. So he sent out a proclamation, right? Yes. A letter. Which read, people of Israel, mm-hmm. return to the Lord, the mm-hmm. God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, that he may return to you who are left who have escaped from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Mm -hmm. Do not be like your parents and your fellow Israelites, who were unfaithful to the Lord, the God of their ancestors, so that he made them an object of horror, as you see. Do not be stiff-necked as your ancestors were. Submit to the Lord. Come to his sanctuary, which he has consecrated forever. Serve the Lord your God so that his fierce anger will turn away from you. Mm. If you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown compassion by their captors and will return to their land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. Mm -hmm. He will not turn his face from you if you return to him. Pause there. Now, you notice that in the writing or the letter which he circulated around, he kept on saying that which your fathers had done, which your fathers had. In the time of Hezekiah, there were two prophets available. Number one, Isaiah. Number two, Lord, remind me. Isaiah and another major prophet, they all wrote. So Isaiah was one person who was advising this guy as a king. And he he helped him carry out all the duties of God in the land. Now, Please jump far like that. Go to verse 18. Read something there. Verse 18. Mm -hmm. Although most of the many people who came from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulon had not purified themselves, yet they ate the Passover, contrary to what was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them. Wait there. Look, look at what the Lord is doing. Do you know, even though the people walking on the street cannot claim to be partakers of, the, what is the Passover? What's the communion. The communion, right? It, well, yes, I agree. It was the, that, that was the night. That was the night. The angel of the Lord did what? Passed over the children of Israel and attacked the Egyptians. So, to celebrate the Passover means that you are you identify with who? God. There are people walking about who don't know that the blood of Jesus was shed for them so that they can be benefits 
of his salvation. So they are just walking about. He said they were not qualified to do what? To enjoy it. As it is written. As the law of Moses says. But what? They ate it anyway. And what happened? He did what? Listen, when you set out to begin to pray, nobody can stop you. When you decide, I will win this soul. This guy, I will take this community for Christ. I'm telling you, nobody can stop you. Do you know why? Because in those days, the law was safer than our days. And at this time, I dare to tell you that I see grace playing out there. That by the prayer of a man, it cancels out the written code of a whole nation over 450 years before he was born. Prayer. Hallelujah. Prayer. How is that possible? Just a prayer can cancel a whole law written that the whole nation abides by. Listen, you don't know the power you carry. If Hezekiah was able to do this for his people, then I'm telling you, when you set out to pray for lost souls, they cannot do anything but they won. <laughs> Let's go on. I'm about to finish. So look at what he did. Who do verse eh? Verse 18. Start from but B. Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, good. May the Lord, who is good, pardon everyone. Hallelujah. Who sets their hearts on seeking God. Mm -hmm. The Lord, the God of their ancestors. Mm -hmm. Even if they are not clean, according to the rules of the sanctuary. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. Wait there. The Lord did what? Heard Hezekiah. And did what? Healed what he means is that the people were sick spiritually. So the Lord was the one who did what? He healed them because they are clean did what? Can I, can I say to you that Obi biara obe nabiyan se obe chi akraba yesu kristo na hini emono or your hene You become a king anytime. Look, Osofu, you are playing, right? What is your motive? To win souls. You'll be amazed You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. Why are you giving? Why are you giving? Lord, this money, let it affect our Kusi Junction. So. Let it affect our Kusi Domi. Let it go out and reach Taifa. Let it touch people who are lost. Haven't you seen it before? I used to, my wife and I, and I we used to enter Trotsky, drive through the motorway, and go to Tema Church for two years nonstop. Two years. I told some woman, she said to me, Ah, find a church in Accra. I said, You don't understand. People of purpose don't do anything anyhow. And, oh, I, any Kobe, you, Debbie, you know where you belong and you act outright. Look at the king. When he came, he came, he said, This is what a king is supposed to do. Originally, it is the priest who is supposed to pray for the people so they can be cleansed. Originally, it's, the next person is the, the prophet. But because he was anointed a king, he was able to do it. Anybody who sets out to seek for souls, you are already a king over them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go to chapter 31. This is where I get to end. Start reading from verse 2 to verse 10. Chapter 31, mm -hmm. verse 2. Hezekiah assigned the priests and Levites to divisions, mm -hmm. each of them according to their duties as priests or Levites, mm -hmm. to offer burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, mm -hmm. to minister, to give thanks and to sing praises at the gates of the Lord's dwelling. S eh? Isn't it they say, Wama takes the offering. MFI and Moses, they sing. I come to preach. Everybody has something they do. Eh? Everybody does what? You have something you do. Everybody plays a role. Papa P comes to MC. Oh, no, isn't it true? Auntie F prepares the communion. Isn't, isn't the same thing we see here? Look, you will have a role to play in the house of the Lord. Why? Because he has set you a king over the lost. 
That is the whole point. Yankozo. Verse 3. Mm-hmm. The king contributed from his own possessions for the morning and evening, evening burnt offerings mm-hmm. and for the burnt offerings on the Sabbath, at the new moons and at the appointed festivals as written in the law of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He offered, he, sorry, he ordered the people living in Jerusalem to give the portion due the priests and Levites so they could devote themselves to the law of the Lord. Mm-hmm. As soon as the order went out, the Israelites generously gave the first fruit of their grain, new wine, olive oil, and honey, mm-hmm. and all the fields and all that the fields produced. Mm-hmm. They brought a great amount, a tithe of everything. The people of Israel and Judah who lived in the towns of Judah also brought a, a tithe of their heads and flocks and a tithe of the holy things dedicated to the Lord their God, and they piled them in heaps. They began doing this in the third month and finished in the seventh month. Wait there. Look at the period. What are we talking about? Oh, no, look at, look at the period. What, what are we talking about? How, how many months? In the third month. Four months, right? Yeah. But they started the first month. They celebrated in the second month. They started bringing their stuff in the third month. In the third month, when the, the whole nation of Judah had now accepted that they would do what the Lord has said, in the third month, they had, they had started seeing what? Prosperity already. They so gave that the priests didn't have room. They heaped it. Because okay. <laughs> Verse 8, mm-hmm. when Hezekiah and his officials came and saw the heaps, they praised the Lord and blessed his people Israel. Koso. Hezekiah asked the priests and Levites about the heaps, and Nazariah, the chief priest from the family of Zadok, answered, since the people began to bring their contributions to the temple of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and plenty to spare. Because the Lord has blessed his people, and this great amount is left over. Wait there. Do you see what I'm seeing? Have you seen that carrying out the work of God? You see, I learned this principle that the Lord apparently started a network, the one that people now use. Uh, what they say, you buy a product, somebody buys the product that you do. His is not buying. His is just doing your part. Look, the priest said, he said, ever since the people started, we have not had enough room to keep. Why? Because the Lord keeps blessing the people abundantly. That is why we are seeing the effect here. If you go to a church and the church is poor, the church are not able to carry out certain duties that is necessary to the church. It tells you that the people are not blessed. But you know why I know you guys are blessed? I, I keep on saying, Grace Army Church, as a body, as a church, in the body of Christ, we have never ever needed anything that we have to go and borrow money for. It has never crossed my life, my mind. And I've told my wife, I know, anytime you borrow money, you are spending your harvest in advance. So me, I don't borrow money. I keep it and use it as it is. Hallelujah. But by diligence and commitment to the work of God, look at the prosperity in their house. It's so abound that the priest, they said, they said, Oh,那那个呢？Verse since the people began to bring their contributions to the temple of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and plenty to spare because the Lord has blessed his people and this great amount is left over. Okay, wait there. Now, I'm about to end. Go down to verse 20. 
verse 20. Mm -hmm. This is what Hezekiah did throughout Judah, doing what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God, mm -hmm. in everything that he, he undertook in the service of God's temple. In the what? In the service of God's temple. Koso. And in obedience to the law and the commands, mm -hmm. he sought his God and worked wholeheartedly. He did what? He sought his God and worked wholeheartedly. Uh -huh. And so he prospered. And one of them. Maybe. Oh, let me tell you the truth. I used to get money. First, I used to make money. But right now, by the grace of God, my money making, you know, the cash flow, it has changed. I'm telling the truth. Ever since I started preaching radically and shouting here, me, me pay by sister. I'm telling the truth. Let me tell you something. Somebody has traveled my money. I don't feel it. But first, who they made me 4,900? You won't fly. We will arrest the plane in midair by fire, by thunder. But look, the person left. I said, I'm the bed, I said, okay, no problem. Why? The day I started doing this work, seriously. Worry, a name move you. Me worry, why? Now me worry, and now me focus, and now the consuming margin is the work of God. How we can advance the people. How the people can grow in the knowledge of Christ. How the people can be blessed. When I'm praying, I hardly pray for myself, like I told you. But the Lord keeps providing. Rise up to your feet. Two words. They said, doing what was good and right and faithful before the Lord in everything that he undertook in the service of God. Number one. And number two, he'd worked wholeheartedly. His faithfulness was in the service of the Lord and he worked at it what? Wholeheartedly. Listen, if your strength is five Ghana, do it wholeheartedly. Eh? If your strength is 200 Ghana, do it wholeheartedly. If your own is Sakura, yours is can sweep. Sweep well. You'll be amazed. Because you don't know what you are doing for yourself. You don't know what you are doing for the kingdom. Now it looks like I'm saying that you have to do something to be blessed. I'm not saying that, no. I'm saying that in the service of the Lord, there is blessing. Apart from the right you have as a child, when you set out yourself to do the service of the Lord, he blesses you. End of discussion. I told you about that preacher. Be him. Be him. Another preacher was actually laughing at him. He's not a good preacher. He's, he, he's not a good Bible like expositor, like he will sit down, break the word. No. He just goes about winning souls. The Lord likes you. He wants to save you. He goes to rural areas. Rural area. Burundi, Somalia. You know that corner, corner place. That's where he goes. And then the preacher who goes to all the big, big conference, takes all the big, big honorarium. He's now, he's flying his plane. Gets to the airport and sees a Boeing. And by then they have all heard about the Boeing. And not even the airlines have started buying the Boeing. That preacher already had a Boeing. And, and the preacher pauses and says, Boeing, why are you here? Ernest Angeli. He's the one. If like Google him, find him. He's not a guy who is very, very... See, now he's old. And he's he being healed. Being healed. And the preacher was laughing at him. Look, there is blessing in service to God. Not because he blesses you for doing what you do. But he blesses his work. Lift up your right hand with me. Begin to speak in the language of the spirit. This is the birthday gift I want. Kadeshahada Bakata. 
Open your mouth and begin to tell the Lord, Lord, help me to do your work with all faithfulness. Help me, Lord, not my strength, not my strength, your ability, Lord, not my strength, your ability, Lord. And I begin to pray, Lord, every blessing there is in service to you, I want to see them manifest in my life. Because I have set my heart to do your service. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Brelu preta, brelu preta, brelu preta, sandili bikedivalo shahada. Kre palu palu sendili bibelo. Kre palu palu sendili bibelo. Bredu shahadi bata sedebe badi bata. Relitele bevada. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord strengthen us that we may do his will and do it well. That we may carry out his service as though we are watching over our own lives. Lord, give us the strength that we may do what you call us to do. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.